Attention cannabis radio listeners. Do you suffer from chronic pain, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? These are the most common qualifying conditions for medical cannabis. Did you know that in many states you can visit a doctor online with no waiting rooms, no drive, not even an appointment needed? See a doctor right from your smartphone. It's fast, convenient, and it'll save you money as most states don't collect taxes on medical cannabis purchases. So what are you waiting for? Go to MarijuanaDoctors.com slash Cannabis Radio and get $5 off your on-demand medical card evaluation. It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here on CannabisRadio.com and wherever you're picking up this podcast, I thank you for tuning in, for sharing, for showing some love and doing all those things we do with the digital technology of today. It's pretty amazing. We learn so much and you know, I'm always learning more and I love this podcast. Being a host, I get to talk to some amazing people, people that bring new insight. Uh, you got to have that open mind, especially when it comes to healing, to wellness, to where we're at today in society. And of course, this emerging or re-emerging uh, interest to cannabis and other plant-based and fungal-based healing methods. So it's always wonderful. Um, I, I always come and I, I, we're in 2021 now, for real. And I've been doing this show for several years now. I've been in cannabis even longer. I was remarking to someone the other day that I got my... T- 10 plus year pin with Hemp Industry Association, uh, being part of hemp industry for over 10 years. It's probably closer to 20. And I said, but there's always things to learn and always nuances. And I'm so excited for today's guest because there's a lot of information we're going to discuss. Probably going to need, as I say in most of my shows, another episode, uh, uh, have you back on. But today's guest is Uwe Blessing. Thank you for joining us, Uwe. It's great to have you on the show. Um, Thanks for joining us. Hey, Rob. Pleasure to be here. It's something that's interesting, Al. Our paths crossed recently, but repeatedly in a very short period of time. And I always say that because there's never accidents. And the first time it was when I was listening to the cannabis nurses and talking with a few of them, and there was a a request of what are your favorite go-to resources, your favorite books? And the first thing that the most popular one that came up was the Cannabis Health Index. And that's one of your books. And I was like, wow. I can't believe that missed my radar in my library, but it is in my library now. And um, I meant to bring it in today to put it on, show you and on camera, but you know, I have one, but there's so many other things. So how did you get into cannabis? I know we're talking about other books and new books and new science, but how did you get into the writing or researching or being part of this cannabis movement? Well, well, there's more than one entry story, but um, <laughs> but but one I'd like to tell usually is has to do with um, I was working as a uh, before I did research, uh, um, I was working as a paramedic for the city and county of San Francisco, and so so naturally I would I would have uh, a, a number of patients who utilize 
cannabis for the you know the various uh, diseases and illnesses uh, that that ultimately and and at some point uh, can generate an, a 911 call and so it was just astonishing to to see the difference in patient profiles patient presentation patient signs and symptoms of those patients that utilized cannabis to you know deal with uh, let's say chemo therapy-induced nausea and vomiting, or the, the, the severe pains associated with uh, uh, radiation treatment, you know, the, 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 the third-degree skin burns that, uh, that, that really required severe analgesic treatments. And, and, and so I began to see that the differences of, of, of patients that utilized cannabis and, and those that didn't, and it, it was just astonishing, a, a world of differences. And so so, so that was one of the one of the the contexts that got me piqued and interested in in learning more about uh, cannabis and cannabinoid based therapeutics and what is it good for, you know what is it uh, what 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 areas to be careful with and and what is the science behind it, and so I have a, a PhD research degree so I applied that and and I was digging in into you know very specific conditions and and the science behind it and you know in a way you know when, when you're in medicine you, you know this very well Rob everybody that that you know or you come in across they're going to ask you something you know about medicine either for themselves or for for a loved one and do you think cannabis works for this or do you think it works for this and so I started you know I started looking into it for them just uh, you know doing a friend a favor <clears throat> but then you know six weeks later or six months later I wouldn't remember you know I, you, you forget all the details you know because it you know it does it, it does require some some deep dive in 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 order to pull out the the, the stuff that's clinically rel re clinically relevant or practically useful and so I started writing things down you know and then you know, from one patient to the next, I would I would keep notes, and eventually that turned into the cannabis health index. And I'm doing this the third edition right now. And believe me, I believe this, uh, uh, Rob. In four years since the, the last edition came out, the the patient populations, the data behind. Uh, or the science behind the number of patients that could potentially benefit from from cannabis has has more than doubled from over a hundred potentially chronic conditions for which uh, utilizing the plant may show promise to over two hundred and fifty by now and so so to keep track of it has been a full time job but it's also been a pleasure because I love this plant because it continuously. <laughs> starts to excite my sense of wonder and curiosity about, uh, you know, there's not a day that passes by when, when not a, a, a new, a new uh, a nugget of, of scientific knowledge, you know, uh, appears on my horizon that, that I, that I want to, you know, pull into to these, uh, these outlets to let people know about it, you know, to just, uh, it's just fascinating, wondrous and, and, and exciting. Yeah, you share my enthusiasm, obviously, and my passion for this plant. That's one of the things I know we connected with right off the bat. And it's so amazing. I think what you said is, is also really important about constantly researching, constantly adding to our understanding. The data pool is growing rapidly. I've had, you know, said people from different organizations, data, data, data. Um, you know, this is really important so we can better understand. We're not just saying 
take it. It's good for you. We're really putting the science and the research behind it. And you've been, when as a physician myself, as a practitioner, you know, I happen to have a really amazing memory, right? So I could, you know, remember different factoids and things like that. But even when it comes to the practice of medicine and you have a person in front of you, I think it's always a shortcoming for a doctor to try to know it all. I think that if someone says, I don't know that, but there are great resources, great reference books, great online tools that I can go to and learn from or refresh myself. It's okay to say, oh, you know, I know that, but I'm not 100% sure. It's been a long time since that issue has come up. Let me go back. And I think that the more we have healers and practitioners that can be like that versus have this ego or attitude of, of having to know it all, and the patients realizing that they can challenge those physicians, that's going to be key. And I think that there's a lot of people today, if your physician doesn't know cannabis, doesn't want to deal with you because you use cannabis, find another physician. And there are much more, just like you said, there's a much more patient pool, a growing database of users. There's also a widening database of health practitioners and professionals learning and utilizing this plant and the compounds found in this plant in a therapeutic way, in a functional, safe manner. Um, and this is what's really exciting, again, from being both that plant guy and, a, you know, coming from the Woodstock, you know, not error, but Woodstock community to where you said San Francisco. Of course, it's, it wasn't new. It's been in the lifestyle and culture of San Francisco for since the 60s, if not, you know. So this is something really cool that I'm glad you shared. And with yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought this up, Rob, because the, the, the physician's humility, you know, in, in many ways doesn't stop with with finishing medical school and not learning anymore. Because, you, 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 you know, there are some physicians that, that, that claim they learn from every single patient that, that comes into their practice and expands their ex experience and their knowledge base. But, but, you know, not everybody has your humility. And, <laughs> and, but, you know, you can't also really fault too many of the physicians out there, especially those uh, that are dealing with, with, with chronic patient populations because the endocannabinoid system was really only discovered in the late 80s. The exactly. first paper started to show up in the, in the, in the early 90s. But you know what? Since the 90s, since the early 90s, this year, there have been 3,000, over 3,700 individual studies published looking at cannabis or cannabinoid-based therapeutics. That's more than 10 a day. So it's, it's, it's you know, you, you have to have an open mind and humility certainly helps. But, you know, it's, it's if the 10 studies published today don't produce humility in the patient, in the, in the physicians, and those patients that deal with chronic conditions, they will demand it from their, from their physician more and more and more. Because I, I, I talk to physicians on, on, a, on, a, on a regular basis and, and, and none of, or many of them didn't feel motivated by themselves, you know, to learn more about it. But, but the patients are demanding it. It's like, look, you've been giving me for 20 years an ever-growing list of pharmaceutical medications. And, <laughs> and my auntie says, you know, she tried cannabis for, for, for this and that and the other. And guess what? You know, I'm, I'm curious. I want to try something new because what we've been doing here isn't working. It's just... Yes. You know, the, the, my side effects are having side effects because I'm taking more and more pharmaceutical medications. My auntie, she took and she, she got rid of, of half of her, her pharmaceutical medications. She's doing much better. She smiles a lot more often. And, you know, I, tell me, tell, help me out here. Right. You know, you know, maybe we can learn together. 
exactly. you know about about how to go about it and and so so it's it's really interesting and it's funny and it's exciting to see how many physicians you, you know are motivated by what to to enter the 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 the, the learning um, uh, halls of, of uh, trying to understand or unlocking the science of the endocannabinoid system, which is really fascinating. If you take the term by itself, right? Right. The the, the prefix endo simply meaning within, you know, the middle section named after our favorite plant, and then and then the the suffix oid meaning similar or, or the same. If you read it backwards, it means cannabis like cannabis within system right. and so it's like the body makes its own version of cannabis and not having it studies make it very clear not having a fully functional endocannabinoid system predisposes you to to developing chronic conditions undermines your capacity for for balance and 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 to to, to develop and maintain the resilience that you need in, in order to 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 either uh, get back to to a healthy state or or, or have the you know simply the, the energy that that you're looking for in in, in your quest for well-being yeah, it, it, I love it. That again, hallelujah, amen. I'm with you on that. All that stuff, <laughs> in the sense that, you know, again, this is key. And we talk about here as as concierge to better living. We're working together to learn to 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 strive towards a better today than yesterday, and a better tomorrow than today. And if you don't take note of your endocannabinoid system and work to optimize its functioning, that is not possible. And I love that. So thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with Uwe Blessing. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here on CannabisRadio.com. Don't worry, we'll be right back. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, and we are back in a passionate, enthusiastic conversation with Uwe Blushing talking about um, cannabis health industry, the first book, and now we're talking about multiple editions, the, the research, the data. We're talking about research, 10 journals submitted a day. Uh, and I have to say, I submitted one not too long ago and got my first rejection letter, which I heard was a, uh, a rite of passage when it comes to research and journal submissions. And then I tell people I broke the ultimate golden rule because I argued with the editor who rejected me and they'd say, don't ever do that. But he was wrong. And then we had a nice conversation, email coming and researching more and learning more about this plan all the time. You mentioned about uh, people wanting to get off their pharmaceuticals. There have been numerous studies where even, like I said, SSRIs, antidepressants, down-regulate your endocannabinoid system. What is the benefit of down-regulating a system that makes you feel better? There is none. Um, so this is where cannabis and cannabinoids therapies come into play. Um, we see this a lot also. I know you have done some work with opioids uh, and opioid addiction. It's a big issue, something I'm passionate about, something I'm hoping to work on over the next several years, working for solutions, specific targeting uh, 
different communities, uh, hopefully indigenous cultures, Native Americans, rural and minorities that aren't getting the support in well-being, in lifestyle practices that promote optimal health. This is not about just good or bad or drugs are good. This is about giving them all the tools uh, and the support, whether it be from nutritional and food supply to herbal medicine to activities that they can do to promote their well-being and get access to cannabis and cannabis products in a a cost-effective way. So this is really passionate for me. So opioids, we've seen uh, cannabis is shown to help people get off or use less opioid medication. Um, Now, you mentioned the books, and I have a big library, and one day I hope to have a huge open library resource in a health clinic, possibly in Jamaica, where everyone can go through my books, whether it be culinary or science or cannabis or whatever. Um, but you have now moved to the next level. We have now evolved to a digital platform that I'm very excited about sharing with everyone. I've had partners and co-founders on as guests already, but I mean, this is something that obviously translate from the textbook to the digital platform. And we're talking about Canakees. Um, tell me a little bit how you got involved and how, 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 what that seems to be for the next chapter in cannabis research and especially when it comes to the doctor's resources. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, about five years ago, uh, I was um, Doug Real was the the the, the publisher of, for um, North Atlantic Books, who published the first edition of the the Cannabis Health Index, and uh, we you know we got to uh, um, talk about uh, the 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 content of uh, the the. Cannabis Health Index and the rapid growth of the, the the data, and and how to better serve the not just the healthcare providers but also the the, the patients alike to 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 give them uh, a, a a way to harness the data to really where it makes a difference in in terms of of uh, uh, looking at specific dosages, looking at specific types of cannabis, the evidence behind it, uh, where to to apply cautions, where to be, you know, careful, uh, you know, what other cannabis constituents may work optimal to to maximize the synergistic uh, effect that that you're looking for. And so so, um, all of these, these various practical data points that we've been pulling out and publishing and, and putting into, into the book, The Cannabis Health Index, um, we felt th- that an, a digital platform would be a, a better to, to keep up with, with the rapid growth and the rapid pace of, of, uh, of, of practical data points that are critically relevant. And so we started to, to conceive the, 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 what it might look like. And, and we brought in David Rosenthal, who is our our uh, uh, tech uh, genius. And, you know, together over the uh, period of about four years now, we, we built um, uh, the Canakees 360 platform and it's canakees.com. And, and feel free to visit and, 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 and play around and look uh, at it with, uh, with great the Cannabis Health Index as a digital version that you can interact with just like the way you would interact with, with any internet platform. And so, you know, there are um, four searches that you can dig into. And, uh, you know, one of the, the most popular one is people search for conditions. You know, they are now over... I think in the platform we caught up over 240 different individual conditions 
that you can click or search for, and then you can explore the science behind it in a way that makes it uh, a um, time-saving tool because most patients or practitioners, they know how much time and energy it takes to dig in and to really uh, do the deep dive that you need in order to serve uh, your, your, your own individual patient's needs, or you know, if, you, if you're taking care, if you're treating other uh, patients that, that you need to have in order to make them the most informed and discerning decisions. And so the entire data bank is, is filterable and searchable. And so it presents, you know, uh, um, the highlights in such a way so you don't have to spend 15 hours digging through PubMed and, and pulling the data out because we do it for you in the data bank. Yeah, and I was going to say. Nutshell is, is, is what that's been all about. And it's been growing and it's been, it's been a really uh, a, a useful tool. And the feedbacks we are getting is, has been fantastic. Yeah, I, I am so uh, you know interested in. It. I've I've signed up for it. I was so glad to be introduced to it. This platform. I mean, you just said PubMed, uh, Google Scholar. I mean, yeah. When when I'm doing research, I'm writing a paper, I'm doing a presentation. It's hours of work, and people. And this is not just me. This is just not even for patients. This is for me just presenting to someone, and I want to get the most current research data. And so, yeah, I recently had a a paper. I'm writing. I wrote an article for a, a magazine that's coming out in May, and I use Canakeys as my go-to. To reference tool and it was amazing and so i just say I, I firsthand you know from that perspective only even from uh writers or researchers or patients or doctors there's so much benefit and value in having this and we go back to the data the data is there the data keeps growing we need to have a place to to collect it and i always joke and give a shout out to my dear friend mara gordon who's on your advisory board who i always whenever i hear cannabis and data that just makes me think Mara Gordon and I love her. And so again, it's such a great combination. You bring in some great talent and, you know, I think it's really key. We, we, and I do say that. It is, Robbie. Remember, you know, a lot of politicians are saying, you know, yeah, the data isn't there. Yes, it's possible that it may help, but we don't have enough data. We don't have enough data. You know what? Uh, uh, that is totally refuted now because Kennedy's 360, provides an, an entry portal into the data, you know, the data that's available for over 240 individual, mostly chronic conditions for which cannabis or cannabinoid-based therapeutics do show promise. Yeah, I love it. And again, this is something that I've always said, and um, this, this industry is, re is responding to a need. You know, we talk about CBD and it's exponential growth in this country and around the globe was primarily brought on by children with epilepsy who weren't being treated through the conventional pharmaceutical route, weren't getting benefit and found benefit from a plant and plant compounds. And this is a, that web. opened up it, it's Charlotte's Web and many others, the Cannamoms, I mean, I love them. And, um, you know, this just expanded from that perspective. And you can always have your recreational or adult users, but there's going to be a constant need for medical uh, patients getting the support they need as well with these compounds and these relationships with the plant. And not just this plant, many plants, including fungi, we have psychedelics, psilocybin, other things. We're letting ourselves hopefully now open up to the real world potential of what nature provided and how we can use it effectively. Um, and 
responsibly. This is not a willy-nilly, you know, that's what I said. Everyone's like, oh, you just want all drugs legalized. I'm like, no, I want drugs accessible or plants accessible in a responsible, quality-controlled, scientific manner so we can get the best health and best lives that we can have. And this is not that complicated. So I love that you got this can of keys. I really want to make sure people hear about it. We had Doug on the show, had a great interview, but I think it's really going to be a useful tool in a lot of formats. And if I can obviously assist, you know, you know, that's my passion as well as an educator and advocate for the plant. So we're gonna take one more quick break. We're gonna come back and wrap up with Uwe. I got a couple questions, uh, maybe put him on the hot seat for a second, but don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for Better Living here at Canvas Radio. We'll be right back after this break. The concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. And we are back. And as usual, these episodes these shows these great guests make my time fly and i hope it made yours that are listening fly as well but lots of good information and so we're talking with Uwe Blessing. we're talking about cannabis and the can of keys and his books and it's just this plant has hold so much potential so i'm going to go into my personal interest of course which is the acids and i you know that these raw compounds found in the plant even beyond just the cannabinoids. I mean, I look at phytocannabinoids simply as a new class of vitamins. Like we have the B complex, we have the cannabis complex. These are the key phytocannabinoids. And, you know, we obviously know B12 out there. Well, you know CBD. You know, you maybe heard of B6. Well, you know, maybe THC. So we're driving that connection together, hopefully as a vitamin. We also know there's a lot of other value in the terpenes, the flavonoids, even micronutrients. Uh, essential fatty acids from the seeds, the proteins, and the fiber. I mean, the whole plant is just a powerhouse of value. But I often see that the acids are overlooked. What in your research, uh, what are maybe some pearls or thoughts in regards to the acids? Because again, I think that they're often forgotten or forgotten, you know, for, you know, passed over. Well, it's interesting because there's more and more trials and studies now that look at the, 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 the potential therapeutic aspects of working with the acid forms by themselves. And I, li- I love working with the acid forms because when I used to grow myself or when I have a plant in the yard, I usually pick out the big fan leaves to let more sun into the center so that the, 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 the flowers uh, can 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 grow with the optimal grow conditions, but I don't throw the fan leaves out. I put them in my juicer. I have a, a juicer, and and uh, you know I'll I'll make myself a little shot out of you know fifteen or twenty fan leaves, and it's a pick me up that's that's twenty times 
better, you know, than than what what, what the pick me ups I used to use in terms of my, you know, I I would do my uh, my cappuccino, my espresso, or yeah. or I would do wheatgrass. Or but there's nothing, there's nothing that co- co- comes and compares or comes close to to taking a shot of of uh, um, cannabis juice, raw cannabis juice in the morning or or in the middle of the day it's a wonderful pick me up and the and the health benefits that that are beginning to 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 being documented one of the the key elements it, it plays a significant part in mitigating inflammatory uh, conditions uh which is you know uh, a, 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 an underlying contributing pathologies to most chronic conditions so of all those 240 plus chronic conditions that we report about in the canicis 360 platform uh, most of them, I bet you, would benefit from from a, a, a cannabis raw juice shot in the morning. I love it. I love it. that's my passion. I'm going to make it happen for everyone. I'm going to make this, you know, a, a, an everyday thing. I think from performance enhancing for athletics to just daily functioning to optimizing the endocannabinoid system. And again, I just wanted to get that voice, you know, from someone that has studied this plant thoroughly um that these are this is these are parts of the plant that should not be overlooked that can that should be utilized efficiently in your daily life and to me it's wheatgrass it's kale it's spinach i mean i always go around popeye wasn't you know putting it wasn't doing spinach it was cannabis they just had to clean it up for the for the pg market at the time but you know this is something that's going to be really evolving and i and i'm excited to hopefully share some of my research in this area in the near future and hopefully get some of that published that's what i'm going to be working on <laughs> and um I know you're not going to stop either. This is going to continue and we'll have you on again as a guest. So anyone that's looking to learn more, I know you have another book out as well before we go. Um, it's about more about ratios because that's always a question. I know we don't have a lot of time to get into it today, but um, you know, CBD to THC ratio, a guide to precision dosing for health and wellness. I think that is going to be our next conversation because more and more about not just cannabis is good for you, which was today, but what cannabis and what ratios of these compounds. And that's where we're all evolving to. That's what I try to educate during my staff trainings for bud tenders and talk to my clients and patients about. I'm so excited you wrote that book. I'm going to get that one next and we're going to have you back on to talk about that in more detail. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for the time today, Uwe, for coming on and sharing that your insight. And again, look forward to many, many more future conversations. Thank you, Doc It's My pleasure. And thank you, everyone at Cannabis Radio, for, for helping make this happen. Everyone for tuning in. Everyone for sharing and liking and you know, just keeping the movement alive in the most respectful, integrous way possible. Uh, nature has given us these great plans to do the right thing with. And so uh, with that, I wish everyone, as always... All the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.